Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Honest Ugly Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer. And today is the day we look for things that make us happy, even when facing the things we hate, like mosquitoes, super boring conversations, and repetitive podcast intros. Now, I love me some sunshine, I love some adventure, and I thoroughly enjoy inspiring conversations. But what I really love is that you are here looking for more joy and peace in your life. I am a little spontaneous, so you never know what we might talk about from week to week, but I promise you, we will always dig deep into those tucked away, ugly emotions we try to avoid being honest about. So let's ditch the things that drain us, let's press through what scares us, and let's dive in and see if we can find some joy, peace, and happiness in the smallest details of our day today. Today we're talking about giving our love away and not getting it back and what to do when that completely drains us, when it's exhausting to keep loving others well or pouring into other people, but people don't seem to give anything back. What do we do? What do we do in those situations? Well, first of all, I just want to say that I feel that it's true that love is about giving. It's about cultivating and being intentional. It's about sowing. It's about receiving as well and then giving back. I keep thinking about if... We love God because he first loved us. We had to receive that love to be able to give it back to him. And it was all about giving for him. And then we had to receive it and give it back. And so when we think about love, we just think about giving and expressing ourselves in some way. Because real love must express itself. Love just makes you want to give something, whether it be gifts or words, or actions, or service, whatever it is, love just has to be expressed. It's as if when we love, it's, oh, I'm trying to think, like my mind's all over the place, but when we love people, when we love someone, when we want to express our love, it so fills us up that it just pours out of us in action, in encouraging words and calling out the good. It just, it has to come out of us. It can't stay in us because it's this overflow. But what about when you express your love and you never feel like you get anything back? Does anybody feel that way? Go ahead, raise your hand. I can't see you, but you know, we can kind of feel each other. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say, but my, my hand is up. Um, I have felt that way before, but it can be super, super tricky. Because what if we are drained and exhausting from loving well because we're not getting anything back because our motive in loving is to get something back? Does that make sense? What if our motive to love well is because we want to be loved back? But God's ways are higher than our ways. And if we... If we believe God's word, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm kind of processing this out as I wing this episode, but if we are people who believe God's word that says those who water will themselves be watered, can we trust God to, if we receive his love, 
And out of that overflow of his love in us is in an expression towards other people. Can we trust God to water us, to fill us back up, to pour back into us? And not particularly from that person we're loving, but just in his own way, in his creative avenues and vessels in which he shows us that he loves us. Can we trust him to fill us up if we are pouring out completely? I don't know if what I said just made sense or not, but I feel like sometimes we're drained and exhausted from loving people because our goal in loving them is that we just want to be loved back. But what I am challenging us today with is what if we love just because we have accepted God's love and we want to express that towards others, whether they give us anything back or not, because we trust God enough to pour back into us if we are pouring out into others. Now, I don't have this fleshed out. I don't have it like perfected in my own life. I'm still processing this out. Anything I might say today may or may not be what I believe next month. I'm just this work in progress. And lately I've been thinking about all the podcasts I listen to and some of them just come completely confident and they believe everything that they're saying, or at least they sound like they do. And I'm thinking, man, I don't know. I'm coming to this podcast of mine, this Honest Ugly podcast. And the honest, ugly truth is that I am just in the trenches with you. I'm just figuring it out. I'm I'm working out my salvation as I go along. And what I say today may not be exactly the way God reveals himself to me Six months from now, I have no idea, but all I can do right now and in this space is come to you through the filters, with the filters that I have, speaking about what I know in the current state I'm in. I can't speak to you from my future self because I'm not there yet. I don't have the experiences that have refined my beliefs now. I can't speak to you from a more refined place. I can only speak to you from where I am right now. And right now, that is what I'm processing, that if we love, if we pour ourselves out completely and it drains us, then maybe our motive in loving is a little tainted with some selfish desires. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that that is the challenge I'm pondering today. Because really, it is hard to keep doing for others. It is it is hard to keep loving. It is hard it is hard to love when we need to also stop being doormats. It's hard to love well when we know we need some healthy boundaries. It's hard to love well when we're being taken advantage of. I get all of that. And today I want to talk a little bit about what the professionals would tell us in this situation when we're feeling drained and exhausted and being taken advantage of. One thing I think the professionals would tell us is that we really have to evaluate what we are willing to give in relationships and what we expect in return. But the thing about that is it's almost like then I'm becoming this manipulative control freak and here's what I'm willing to give based on what you do, which is conditional. And I'm expecting this. And if I don't get it back, then my conditional love is going to put up more walls and these boundaries to protect myself. But that isn't the way God's love is. And so it's so tricky when we do set these boundaries because... (laughs) We can't micromanage and we can't manipulate relationships. And if we're going to love unconditionally, then how do we set these boundaries 
without, without manipulating or without micromanaging or without coming to the table with these conditions. And if our conditions aren't met, then we withhold ourselves or we don't, we don't express ourselves fully. Do you see the conflict there that I'm pondering out? It's like, how do you love like Jesus unconditionally, but then also say, okay, here is what I expect and here's what I'm willing to give. I, I just don't, I don't feel like those two are the same thing. But also know that we have to know what we are willing to expect from others and what, how we're willing to be treated. And so it's just a really tricky thing. And it goes back to the last episode where we need the Spirit of God leading us. Because one day he might say one thing, and in the same situation the next day he might say something different. And if we're navigating how to love people well, and we're doing it in our own flesh, we're totally going to screw it up. Because we might... It have this expectation that God is not asking us to hold, but then in another situation, he is asking us to have this expectation that he, he is wanting us to hold. So we, we just need God's spirit, basically. I mean, I could just not ever do an episode again and just, or not do any different episodes. And every morning, come on here and just say, don't forget, we need to be led by the Holy Spirit today. That's the only way we're going to get it right. And even then we might get it wrong because we're listening to Holy Spirit through our own filters, Right. Oh, goodness. So we need Jesus in a desperate way. We need God's spirit leading us. So we need to think about if we're being taken advantage of, if we are being undervalued. That's what the professionals say. If you're being taken advantage of, if you have to know your value so you know how you want to be treated, and all of those things are good things. But again, we just need God's spirit here. Um, the professionals tell us that we have to communicate our feelings really well. But the thing about that is, is not everybody can hold your feelings. Not everybody is a safe place. And so some of us have learned to communicate our feelings really well. And then it just gets turned around and thrown in our face because it's not a safe place for those feelings to be accept, to be said. But then there's other times that maybe our feelings do need to be communicated well because maybe the other person is completely unaware of how their inattentive state in the relationship affects us. So do you see again we need God's spirit telling us yes communicate, no be silent. We have to be led by the spirit here or we are going to get it wrong. In my own life, I get it wrong all the time because I go ahead in what I think is best instead of waiting on God's Spirit to tell me. Another thing about communicating our feelings is that the other person really may not have the capacity to love us well. They might not even know what love languages are. You might not know what love languages are. If you don't, I would suggest you do a quick little search for that so you can learn to love your people well. But sometimes people just don't have the capacity to love you the way that God wired you or to love you the way that you feel like you want to be loved. So communicating our feelings is really good, but again, we need to be led by God's spirit or we're totally gonna just screw it up. But God's grace is big and he redeems and he, he restores what the locusts have eaten. And so we can also trust God here that he will guide us and lead us and also pick up, pick up the pieces when we've made messes. Okay, another thing the professionals will tell us when we are completely exhausted and drained from loving and not getting anything in return is that we really got to focus on ourselves. We have to focus on self-care. Now, I 
don't dislike that word self-care. I know some of you listening might, but when I hear the word self-care, what I really picture for myself is to cultivate the intimacy with God's spirit inside of me because God's spirit is housed inside of me and I need to nurture that most important relationship with self. And so when I say self, that is who is housed within me inside my spirit. So I have to I have to cultivate that intimacy with God because when I let him fill me, that is when he can overflow out of me. And when I'm letting him fill me and I overflow, then I'm not discouraged if I don't get anything back. Again, super tricky and sometimes day by day, but that is what I think when I hear focus on self-care. So if you don't like the word self-care, don't completely like throw it out because that may be the very invitation God is inviting you to, to intimately care for yourself as you nurture God's spirit within you. Okay, I'm going a little bit over the time I wanted. Um, okay, just keep talking. So another thing the professionals will talk about is boundaries. Boundaries is a word that has been um, been used a lot, especially in social media. We have healthy boundaries. A lot of times people think boundaries are these walls to keep people out, but healthy boundaries are just these parameters so people will know how to treat you well, it's this invitation into healthier relationships. Okay, so if you have been around here very long at all, or if you know me personally, you know I get distracted really easily. And my daughter just called me from camp. And so I paused recording this and um, I'm just jumping back into it. So if it feels a little choppy, then I apologize. But back to the boundaries. Um, boundaries are an invitation to healthy relationships with us. It's not necessarily a wall to protect ourselves. Now, it is okay, I believe, to protect ourselves from one-sided relationships, except that when we get into that motive, then we are taking away our faith and trust in God to protect us as we love unconditionally. So, um... That reminds me earlier, if I used the word unconditionally instead of loving conditionally, I have no idea what I said earlier in the podcast, but we don't want to be people who love conditionally. We want to be people who love unconditionally. And yes, we have to guard our hearts. God's word tells us that. And it is wise to protect ourselves from harm, especially in relationships. But we we have to also be led by God's spirit here because we can trust God to protect us as we are loving well. He can guard our hearts also. So we just need to make sure that we're being led by God's spirit here. Now, another thing that the professionals will tell us is to let go of toxic relationships. Now, in the last episode, we talked about triggers and toxic people. I'm doing my little air quotes when I say toxic. Um, but triggers, I'm learning, they are just a mirror for us. They expose what is inside of us. It's almost as if I think, it's not almost as if, I really do think, I think triggers are God's invitation to us to invite him into that place where we are triggered. It really is a place where he is showing us something that is unhealed in us, where this wound is 
festering and when we're triggered it just opens up that wound and if we always avoid toxic people if we always avoid those triggers then we're avoiding the opportunity for god to heal us in that place so yes surround yourself with good good quality relationships and be careful about putting yourself around people that are constantly draining you but also don't run away from all the triggers because those triggers are god's invitation to let to ask you to invite him into that place so he can heal you in that in that place. So surround yourself with people, yes, who give back love, people who inspire you, people who energize you. I always use the language of filling your bucket. I want to be surrounded by people who fill my bucket, who believe in me, who call out the good stored up in me, who encourage me. And I do believe it's okay to prioritize healthy relationships like that. And I and I really do believe that it is to the benefit of our inner peace to round to surround ourselves who by I cannot speak today to surround ourselves with people who genuinely pour back into you without impure motives it's like they're being filled up and so they're overflowing genuinely and authentically it is just a really good healthy circle when you're in those kind of relationships but be very careful that you don't just wave people off, that you don't disregard people because they don't have the capacity to love you well. Don't disregard people because you don't feel like they add any value to you. Because here's the deal, and this is what I'll end with. We may be called to love people well without expecting a return. Now, I know that is hard, and I know that we can't always surround ourselves with people who just make us feel good. I just, I'm the one who just said, don't avoid toxic people. Don't avoid triggers because God's going to use that as an invitation to heal us. But also sometimes God calls us to love without expecting a return. Like love is a sacrifice and it's this giving it's this expression of love. Like we started this episode out, love expresses itself. It's a pouring out. And if our motive is pure, it is a pouring out without expecting a return. So don't just wave people off because they don't have the capacity to pour back into you because we can trust God to pour back into us, even if people don't have anything to give us back. Anyway, I'll leave you with that. I hope it wasn't too all over the place. I hope you got a nugget of wisdom there. If you did, I would love to hear it. And if you didn't, I would love to hear that too, because I know sometimes this fly by the seat of the pants kind of way I work is sometimes confusing, but I hope you got a nugget and I hope that God's spirit speaks something into you today. I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks again, guys, for choosing to be here today. I hope you were encouraged, challenged, or inspired in some way. If you were, I would love to hear how. You can leave a podcast review or shoot me a message over on Instagram. My IG handle is at jen.nifer.kindle. You can also find me at my website, jenniferkindle.com, but be really patient over there because that website is still coming together. Now, you might not have been encouraged today. You might have been annoyed. You might have been frustrated. I don't know what emotions might have been stirred up in you, but I would still love to hear all of that so you can still shoot me a message. I love hearing new perspectives because it helps grow me. So feel free to give me your input, whatever it may be. 
I will talk to you guys soon.